Let it go, let it go. Okay, no, I'm not gonna sing the whole Frozen song, so don't worry. Singing that song is probably not gonna help you let things go. But let me share a quote from one of my favorite characters of all time, Yoda in Star Wars. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. Alright, that was my best attempt to embody Yoda. Yoda has so many seeds of wisdom, but that quote really stuck with me. Do you find it difficult for you to let go of things that you fear to lose? If you recall in my previous episode, what is fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real. F-E-A-R. So let me ask you, if you find it hard to let go of certain things in your life, have you ever asked yourself, in a calm state of mind. What do I truly gain from holding on to whatever I'm holding on to? Is your intuition signaling to you to let go of something, but you just don't know how? In this episode, I'm going to share a story of why it's important to let go. What are your quote-unquote bananas that you're holding on to and the action steps on how to build the important habit of letting go? Let's cue the intro. Welcome to the Boom Vision Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Ye. This show is about giving you the perspectives and framework on how to gain clarity and unlock your hidden breakthroughs. It's time for you to live an extraordinary life that you designed. Let's get to work. Welcome back to Boom Vision, folks. Today's episode is something I know everyone can relate to, but it's hard to execute how to let go. This is probably one of the hardest habits to master, but truth be told, this is one I continue to learn throughout my life. The best visual I want to share with you is a story I heard a few years back that really resonated with me. This is a story of an animal hunter and a monkey in a jungle. There was an animal hunter in a jungle that wanted to capture monkeys, so he created this clever plan to capture them. First off, the hunter placed a bunch of bananas at the center of a quiet clearing. Now, the way he set up his trap is when a monkey comes close to grab the bananas, he'll drop a cage over them that's hanging right above the bananas that's hidden to trap the monkey. After setting the simple but clever trap, the hunter waited. A few moments later, a small group of monkeys came around and saw the bananas. At first, the monkey circled around the bananas because they were cautious. After a while, one of the monkeys within a group moved towards the pile of bananas and grabbed one. And immediately, there was a loud thump. The hunter dropped the cage from above. All the other monkeys screamed and scrambled and ran away, except the monkey with the banana in the hand that's caught by the trap. Now, what makes this trap very clever was that the cage that was dropped was actually quite small. It was only encasing the banana and around the monkey's hand. It wasn't fully encasing the entire monkey's body. So the only thing that the monkey needed to do was just let go of the banana. That would allow the monkey to slip his hand past the bars of the cage and run away. But the monkey didn't let go. He couldn't let go. No matter how loud the monkey screamed, it didn't help. The hunter came and caught the monkey. You see, 
what seems painfully obvious if you were actually seeing this unfold from afar is that the monkey simply needed to just let go of the banana. Letting go of the banana would allow the monkey to just slip his hand through the cage and escape rather than being captured. Can you relate to this story? Have you ever been in a similar situation before? Meaning, have there been moments in your life where your quote-unquote banana was something that you had to hold on to and you couldn't let go? Now, metaphorically speaking, what you're holding on to might be your ego needing to be right. It might be the fear of failure. Whatever your banana might be, if you were to simply to just take a step back and see the big picture by still holding on to your banana, what is that truly costing you? And so the main takeaway from the story is being aware of the importance of learning when to let go. Letting go isn't just about ego or needing to be right. Your banana can also be your fear of failure. It could be a fear of public speaking, fear of not being perfect, fear of being embarrassed, etc., etc. But like I said, what, what is fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R. Your quote-unquote banana can also be the emotional pain you felt in the past that either you're consciously or subconsciously is holding on to. You may feel by holding on to your emotional pain that that's serving to protect you from future pain. But let me ask, how many times did you need to touch that hot stove to know not to touch that stove when it's hot? Usually it just takes one time, right? If you learn not to touch the stove when it's piping hot, you'll remember that experience, but you don't need to relive that painful burn every time you see a hot stove, right? So the moral of the story is, let go of your bananas. Learn when to let go of your bananas. Okay, so let me share with you an observation I've seen occur again and again. Throughout the years of coaching others, majority of my clients initially focus on upgrading to a faster car. If their business or their career is their vehicle, either one, they feel that they're stuck, they hit a ceiling and they don't know how to break through that invisible ceiling. Or two, they focus on speed. They want a faster car. They want to upgrade a car. They want more revenue. They want to grow faster. However, what I always share with my clients is that it's never about the car. It's always about the driver. Sometimes what's holding you back is not because your acceleration is slow or that your horsepower is not enough. It's actually the thousand pound emotional baggage that you're subconsciously storing in the trunk of your car. That's what's truly slowing you down from getting to where you wanna go. You can upgrade to a faster car, but what people don't realize is that their heavy baggage still transfers to their new trunk unless you identify your root cause and you learn how to let go. So the takeaway is learning when and how to let go is a powerful habit to build because it correlates to how well your IA, your internal alternator, operates. What I mentioned in the fourth episode. Is your IA recharging or discharging your mental and physical energy? Here's another quote that I want to share to drive home that point. Pun intended. (laughs) 
things you own end up owning you. Now, Tyler Durden said that in a Fight Club. Great movie with uh, Brad Pitt and Ed Norton. Now, the character Tyler Durden, played by Brad Pitt, he said this in a context that the things you own in the physical world, like home accessories or furniture, those things you own in a physical world will end up owning you. However, the same could be said about your beliefs and limiting beliefs. If you have limiting beliefs or an old SOS, subconscious operating system, that you choose to own, guess what? They end up owning you. If you decide to hold on to your limiting beliefs or outdated SOS software, think of them as old bananas that's been collecting dust in the trunk of your car. Now, if you remember my personal story I shared in the fourth episode about intuition, I experienced a fairly traumatic experience in middle school. It wasn't until decades later when I started my spiritual journey with my wife and really did more inner work that I realized that I was holding on to the belief that I needed to create this emotional on and off switch as an act of self-protection. Not only did this cause my IA, my internal alternator, to operate inefficiently, but it also hindered my ability to trust and strengthen my intuition. And so in my self-reflection, my choice in creating an emotional switch was doing more unseen harm than perceived good. I'm going to say that again. In my self-reflection, my choice to create my emotional switch was doing more unseen harm than perceived good. I was blocking my progress to trust my feelings and to receive and strengthen my intuition signals. Once I realized and fully understood that my emotional switch was no longer serving me in a helpful way, I took that huge step of realizing and acknowledging I really need to let this go. And so when I started my spiritual journey with my wife around nine years back, we started to get exposure to different healing modalities. There's things like Theta Healing, Reiki Healing, and most recently we actually attended this Psy K workshop. Depending on your beliefs, whether you believe or you're open to healing energy work, I'll say this. I used to strongly believe that seeing is believing. By becoming more open-minded and being curious, not judgmental, I found that I became more receptive to healing energy work when I tackled this really strong limiting belief. I recognized that I needed to remove this emotional switch because it was no longer serving me in a helpful way. And so after experiencing this energy healing work, Holy cow, I remember for the next few weeks, I was a hot mess. I mean, you have to understand, when I created that emotional switch, and it was turned off by default, I would barely let any emotions come through to me because my ego and conscious mind was on full protection mode. By removing the switch like it was my emotional floodgate breaking free, Whatever movie I would watch with my wife, it didn't matter if it was Wreck-It Ralph, Les Miserables, or Life of Pi. If what I was watching was touching or emotional, I had full-on tears flowing down my face. I remember watching something with my wife, 
and I was bawling. And I look over and tell her, what the hell is wrong with me? Like, I can't stop crying. And it really started freaking me out. And this went on for weeks because I just wasn't able to control my emotions. But what I recognized was that my body needed to recalibrate. Imagine keeping emotional floodgate closed for decades, several decades. And then in one moment, you made that floodgate just disappear. All of that pent-up emotion that was never allowed to flow through your body and mind, it has to go somewhere now. And my physical and mental body just didn't know how to initially process and handle this because my IA, my internal alternator, was relearning how to convert my emotional energy to electrical signals that was triggering my emotions all throughout my physical body. All I can say is that this was a process that needed to happen. I knew I could no longer suppress and hold emotional energy back. It it wouldn't be serving me well in the future. And so I want to say that this is really important, whether you're in a relationship or not. Having a support system that understands and that can be there for you makes a world of difference. And what I mean by a support system, it could be your family member, it could be your close friends, it could be your coworker, it could be anyone. The fact that my wife was with me in this spiritual journey together, she really understood and was being patient when I was emotionally recalibrating. It's so ironic because when we first started dating, she would cry at movies and I was stone cold. And now I'm like literally a hot mess when it comes to every movie that has an emotional scene because I just let my emotions flow. I don't hold it back. And she doesn't even shed a tear anymore, (laughs) right? And so the main takeaway I want you to know in sharing my journey of letting go is that letting go is a process. This is a large part of why Boom Vision is about imagination, voice, and intuition. A, you have to mentally see what is possible in a new reality of letting go what doesn't serve you anymore. B, you have to mentally hear what you say to yourself in this future reality where you've already let it go. What is the new language and that you want to speak yourself into and that you want to hear yourself saying? And C, you have to feel. You have to feel what happens in that reality where you've already let that go. And so when you're able to mentally see, hear, and feel the new possibility, the new reality, you're giving yourself the environment that what you initially thought was a giant leap of faith. It's just a step of faith. And that will give yourself a better chance that you'll take that first step. And the key, I have to stress this, the key of having a support system, like I said, it could be your partner, it could be your family member, it could be friends or coworkers, anyone that you can trust. If they can be there for you as you're going through this process, because depending on how deep-rooted your limiting belief is and the negative emotion that you've attached to that experience, your body will need some time to recalibrate your internal alternator, your IA, and how your emotional energy converts and flows through your body. Do you guys follow me here? This is, this is a lot to process, but 
it is really fulfilling if you can start believing in yourself and really doing that inner work to identify what limiting beliefs do you want to change? What is your bananas that you realize it's just not serving anymore and it's time to let that go? And so the action steps that you can take in this week's episode, pick one limiting belief that you really want to change using the CAL method that I mentioned in the previous episodes. The CAL method, that's actually a nod to my alma mater, go bears. In the CAL method, C, calm yourself with whatever method that works for you. I've talked in previous episodes, it could be breathing exercises, it could be meditation, it could be doing yoga or even just running. Whatever method that really resonates with you, find a way to calm yourself, to turn off that wind tunnel. A, awareness. What bananas are you holding on to? What bananas have strong negative emotions that you've attached to those freaking bananas, right? And L, language. Ask yourself this question. What possible good can happen if I let it go? If we already know what happens when you hold on to your banana, and hey, you're already doing that, just take a pause from it and ask yourself, what would it look like hypothetically if I let that go? Use your imagination. Is there any good or positives that you can possibly imagine that you can gain from letting your banana go? What would that alternate future and reality look like for you? I get, I really get that this part of the exercise may be difficult for you. So I ask yourself, please be kind to yourself. You're just imagining a hypothetical here. Can you see a positive future if you didn't hold on to whatever it is that you're holding on to? Why the step is so difficult for some people, but that it's necessary, is that your mind needs to see the possibility of positive gain from letting go. That's the only way for you to believe that it's possible. Okay? And then the second question I want you to ask yourself is, can you forgive? This one's really hard. I get it. But I want to acknowledge and honor you in taking these steps. Okay? This is probably, probably the hardest part in this process is, can you forgive? The question I really want you to ask yourself is, can you forgive yourself for holding on to your banana for so long? Now, I know it's probably going to trigger a whole host of emotions by asking those questions, but just hear me out. You cannot change what has happened in the past. You cannot change how it made you feel in that past moment. But you can change how it makes you feel when you think about that past experience today and going forward. By forgiving yourself of holding on to your banana for as long as you did, you're acknowledging to yourself that it's safe to move forward in a new reality where you're not holding that banana anymore and you have freedom. And so the last action step is celebrate. How you gain confidence and momentum and flexing this new habit of letting go is you've got to celebrate your wins, no matter how big or small. Celebrating gives your conscious mind validation that you're believing what you're seeing in this new reality. So when you let go, celebrate it. 
share it with a friend or your partner, treat yourself to something that you like to do, you need to celebrate and associate a new positive emotion that this act of letting go. It's like letting the positive emotion wrap around you like a warm blanket so that if you ever see that banana pop up in your life, and trust me, it will, you'll know better and you're just going to move on. There's no cage that's going to hold you back anymore. And so, final thoughts on today's episode. Let it go. Let it roll right off your shoulders, don't you know? Folks, the hardest part is over when you learn to let go. In case you don't know which song I'm referring to, the song is called Little Wonders by Rob Thomas. It's really a heartwarming song, and it was in the Disney movie called Meet the Robinsons, which I felt was very underrated because it was such a great story that I'd highly recommend you guys watch. I'd love to hear what unfolds for you from today's episode. Did you have any inner breakthroughs? In doing the action steps of letting go, did any outer breakthroughs result from it? If you've gained any value from today's episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you would share a review or comment on what impact you've experienced. Share this episode with someone that you feel can benefit in hearing this. It's really great to have a support system as you're letting go of your limiting beliefs and recalibrating your internal alternator, your IA. So the more you share your journey with your loved ones or friends that you trust, the easier this process can become as you build this valuable habit. Until next time, folks, be kind to yourself, be in the light, be you. Thank you so much for tuning in to my Boom Vision podcast. If you'd like to find out more about me and this podcast, head over to benjaminye.com. That's spelled B-E-N-J-A-M-I-N-Y-E-H.com. If you haven't already, click subscribe and I'll catch you next time.